0: Welcome back to the wise man's page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear, page by page. This is page eight hundred and twenty nine. Lion. Perfect for a small girl struggling against a grown man, or a hopelessly outclassed musician trying to escape an eight M mercenary. I regained control of my hand and the unorthodox movement startled Carceret ever so slightly. I took advantage of it and struck out quickly with sewing barley, "'snapping my knuckles hard against the meat of her inner biceps. "'It wasn't a hard punch, I was too close for that. "'But if I had managed to hit the nerve properly, the blow would numb her hand. "'This wouldn't just make her weak on her left side, "'but it would make all the two-handed motions of the katon more difficult. "'A significant advantage. "'Since I was still so close, I immediately followed sewing barley with turning millstone, "'giving her a short, firm push to knock her off balance.' I managed to get both hands on her and even pushed her backward by perhaps four inches, but Carceret came nowhere near to losing her balance. Then I saw her eyes. I'd thought she'd been angry before, but it was nothing compared to now. Now i would managed to actually strike her. Not just once, but twice. A barbarian with less than two months of training had struck her twice, while everyone in the school looked on. I cannot describe how she looked, and even if I could, it would not impress upon you the truth of things, as her face was still almost entirely impassive. Instead, let me say this. I have never seen anyone so furious in my entire life. Not Ambrose, not Hem, not Denna when I criticized her song, or the mayor when I defied him. Those angers were pale candles compared to the forge-fire burning in Carceret's eyes. But even in the full flower of her fury, Carceret was perfectly in control. She didn't lash out wildly or snarl at me. She kept her words inside her, burning them like fuel. I couldn't win this fight, but my hands moved automatically, trained by hundreds of hours of practice to take advantage of her nearness. I stepped forward... And tried to grab hold of her for thunder upward. Her hands snapped out, brushing the attack away. Then she lashed out with Bargeman at the dock. I don't think she expected it to connect. A more competent opponent would have avoided or blocked it, but I had let myself get slightly wrong footed, so I was off balance, so I was slow, so her foot caught me in the stomach and pushed. Bargeman at the dock isn't a quick kick meant to break bones, it is a kick that shoves the opponent off balance. As I was already off balance, it pushed me right off my feet. I landed jarringly on my back, then rolled to a stop in a messy tangle of limbs. That's the page. I'm Jeremy.
1: I'm Jorana.
2: I'm Nick, and I think Carceret will appear in book three. This is, if any, if there's any adam character, this is a character who has an unfulfilled arc. And I think if there's anyone that Kvothe is going to bump into on the road, it's going to be Carceret. And then she can, like actually take the gloves off and try to kill him no holds barred and here he's made an enemy for life
1: okay wait i'm confused he said i couldn't win this fight i thought he had to win this fight
0: no 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 no,
2: no it's like like i was uh saying this is really just a formality he's not expected to win and we talked about this you know okay. while you were away but even shaheen says to him like no one expects, no one you, expects to, you to win the fight to win it's just a you know it's it's the first stone
0: spar Scrap. This is a Rocky Balboa situation where no one expects him to win, and the fact that he does as well as he does, even though he loses, is what's important. No one expects him to win, but he puts up a better fight than anyone expects him to.
2: Yeah, and Carceret is, is deeply shamed, as we learn here that he's got like two or three good blows on her. He's done far better than anyone would have expected, and she herself is like ashamed and enraged and embarrassed by this mm-hmm. for reasons that Kvoth lays out on the page and that's why i think there's no she's now an enemy for life she basically disappears from the story after this as far as i recall and i think that of all the Adam characters she has an unfulfilled third act arc that needs to be fulfilled uh which is much like ambrose an actual attempt on Kvot's life away from the prying eyes of the
0: of the adem
1: as far as say like the more villainous characters of the book I, I guess if we said like okay There's Chandrian, there's Ambrose And there's Carceret, We don't know enough about the Chandrian to decide one way or the other Whether or not they are in fact evil? Question mark. And then Ambrose There's like that whole theory that like Maybe he's not Shitty but that seems weird Oh no no he's
2: definitely shitty I'm just my, my theory is that like In his own head He has his own reasons for behaving that way He's socialized that way Okay. You know, and in and I think I know where you're going with this is that like Carceret is the same as we talked about the other day. Carceret, That's not
1: where I was going. Oh, but, okay.
2: Well, what are you? Where are you? Well,
1: going? where I'm going with this is is like for me, I find Ambrose and the Chandrian more compelling than Carceret, and I don't know why. And I'm just wondering if anybody else feels that way.
2: They're more central to the story. Yeah,
0: she's like a third level antagonist. She's not. main antagonist and she's not the secondary antagonist she's tertiary she's a tertiary character she gets less page time she gets less less to do
1: but by that by that then i should care more about the chandrian than i do about ambrose right yes but i don't know if that's true
0: then you're reading the book wrong and you should apologize
1: (laughs) (gasps) jeremy
2: (laughs) that's part of what this book is about that like the cosmic threat is still less real than like the rich asshole who hates you
0: at school yeah
1: ambrose just feels so much closer
0: well yeah because he's both spends more time with him it's,
1: it's the difference between say something like like the chandrian is global warming and ambrose is the reason i carry my keys in my hand between the subway and home dark like do you no but like do you understand that does that make sense
0: yeah no i get it of course i get it yeah sure because Ambrose is the person who, quotes sees yeah. every day and has to deal with, whereas he's met the Chandrian exactly once. He's met one of them twice, and he didn't know it at the time.
1: Yes. Anyway, I just, that was an interesting thing that I was thinking, and I felt like sharing it, and I shared it, and now I'm done. Okay, bye. 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 Good night.
2: Is
0: this it? We're not. <laughs> Jodana <laughs> getting into the park. <laughs>
1: I'm all tucked all in. I've got my slippers sticking out the bottom.
2: Yeah, a little nightcap. <laughs> Croth obviously lets himself get get knocked down. In fact, he may have maneuvered himself into a position where he took the hit harder than he should have in order to end the fight.
0: Yes, absolutely. He is, he is acting. He is using his mighty acting powers, uh, which I think is really clever because he's like.
2: There is also an allusion on this line to the original ADEM myth that they use their words as fire inside.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Quoth says as much here. She kept her words inside her, burning them like fuel. I I don't know. What do you make of that, fellows?
0: I think that's an interesting callback because, like, obviously she's not literally doing that. She's not, like, using magic to burn her words and give herself, you know, plus two dexterity, plus two strength. But she is using the words that she wishes she could say out loud to him to fuel her rage and help her win this fight so in a sense she is doing that i think that's a really like clever illusion.
1: yes good i agree those things perhaps
2: it is carceret who is the barbarian
1: i mean i'd say that Mm. being a barbarian really depends on your definition and i think that like person to person culture to culture it's very different
0: you might say that we're all barbarians from a certain point of view. A
2: certain point of view?
1: Thank you, Jeremy B1.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you'll find that a great many of the truths we cling to depend greatly on our point of view. I was actually going to call those two exact things out if you hadn't. I love the way, I love the way Rothfuss communicates very clearly to us that Quoth is throwing the fight without him saying, I'm going to throw the fight now. Watch me throw the fight. Yeah, and then on tomorrow's
2: page, he he puts a bow on it, in case we weren't sure.
0: Yeah, indeed. It's very clearly communicated.
1: Does he do a soccer, uh, like that thing that like, uh, <laughs> you know when soccer players yeah. like- I,
0: I know exactly what get, you mean. Get like yeah.
1: gently pushed and then they roll over like they've broken something.
0: Yeah, that's- literally
2: I think what there's more good. plausible deniability. Let's talk about it tomorrow. I think there's more deniability. I think he's not being quite so transparent as those footballers.
0: No, he's making it look- like, look believable, but he put himself in a position where he gambled that Carceret would use this kind of move on him, and then he overreacted slightly to the point where he could safely end the fight. And
2: we can safely end the podcast.
0: Uh, but we'll be back on tomorrow's page.
1: Uh,
2: the Win. win.